0: Hi everybody, Andy here. Just before we start this week's episode, wanted to introduce you to our special guest. This week's guest is the brilliant Stevie Martin. If you haven't heard of Stevie, you are in for a treat. She is a fantastic comedian. Everything she makes is good. She makes wonderful sketches, she's in shows, she's on stuff. And if you want to hear more of her after this episode, which you will check out her podcast which is called Nobody Panic. It's a great show it contains advice about absolutely everything in the world, Uh, how to do your taxes, how to uh, brush your hair, some even funnier things than that, can you believe it Uh, and uh, it's a great show I think I did an episode recently which is coming up for release, uh, but just start listening to that now Once again, it's called Nobody Panic Hope you enjoy this show, on with the podcast (laughs)
1: 아, 아, 아. Hello and welcome to another episode of No Such Thing as a Fish, a weekly podcast coming to you from the QI offices in Hoburn. My name is Dan Schreiber, I'm sitting here with Andrew Hunter-Murray, Anna Tashinsky and Stevie Martin and once again we have gathered round the microphones with our four favourite facts from the last seven days and in a particular order, here we go. Starting with fact number one, and that is Stevie.
2: My fact is that Australia is wider than the moon, (laughs) except Technically, it's not.
0: What? No. You can't row back on. I did some verification. I think you're absolutely right. I've got to back
2: myself more, says my (laughs) mum. So it is. If I was looking at it, it would be. But if I was, like, taking into account surface area, perhaps, and the fact that it's a sphere... That's,
1: that's, right. that's not Come what on. you said, man. Okay. I said wider.
2: Wider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we
0: moved Australia so yeah. it's in the place of the moon, yeah. Yeah. it would be. It, it would, would cover look like it the, from yeah. left to
1: right, and then sun. Yeah, yeah. like an yeah, eclipse. Fine. Like it could you could move the moon and it would block the sun. What possibly. Would it? Is it tall what, enough? Australia? Australia? Yeah. It may not be yeah. tall enough.
2: I don't know. Is Australia quite flat? Is it a flat buoy from the top to the bottom? It's
1: why I think that you would get
0: bits of moon poking out. I don't think there's any Australia arrangement that totally covers the moon, but yeah. it is definitely wider left to right. There's no doubt. Yeah. But yeah. you
3: might be able to cut bits off or move Tasmania, for instance, to um, one of the poking to out bits. It. They'd love that. They'd love that. Politically controversial yeah. plan already. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> feels like they've probably had to put up with a lot. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Um... So the moon is about three and a half thousand kilometers across and Australia is about, when we look at it in the sky, and Australia is about 4,000? Yeah, London, it's, is it's, like that? it's yes. about 4,000, yeah. Did you yes. know that the smallest moon of Jupiter, which is so small, it's called just called Jupiter LII, oh. it doesn't have a name, is the same size as Vatican City?
2: Is it? Yeah. Oh. It's almost not worth it.
0: It's not worth it. <laughs> not worth Do we all. know
2: it's a moon? What's the, Does anyone know what the smallest amount has to be for it to be a moon? Oh, there
0: are all sorts of Is it of the technical... Vatican City? Is that it?
2: That's it.
1: Yeah. 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 If it can have a Pope, it's a moon. It's a moon. <laughs> That's it. It's hugely contentious. A it's <laughs> that, that question's hugely contentious in, right. the, in that world.
2: Okay. Yeah. We'll
1: get we emails,
3: go... just dozens, hundreds of emails now that you've asked. Wait, it. Yeah. doesn't
0: the moon have a bishop? I'm sure we've vaguely
1: said this in the past, that what? there is a guy whose role is Bishop of the Moon. Oh, yes, yeah. When Wasn't they there? tried to claim it as theirs yeah <laughs> or it got given its own bishop i mean i think self-proclaimed
2: is that like what is it when i was 14 my mom uh, bought me a little plot of land on the moon and you get a little deed so I've got a deed oh no you did that so if there's any mineral rights in like maybe a centimetre square yeah. somewhere like, on the you'll, moon, get, you'll get none of it I that's will right, get yeah. none of it because <laughs> it's not legally binding because I'm sure she bought it like a paper chase um, but if the, so the, the bishop thing I think checks out imagine if there was a bishop in my bit <laughs> that's incredible well that's
0: why the pokemobile has that dome over the top the bubble because people it's, own it it's so that he can if he needs to he can operate in a lunar environment <laughs> yes I he also own a small
2: square of the pope as well like after my 15th birthday wouldn't it be
0: crazy for the un or whoever it is to say right we are going to divide up the moon but we've decided that paper chase are the people who are going to administer <laughs> yes. this system
1: you, you do need people to do admin you do you do they might have put in the best bid you're absolutely right. i don't think that's too far a crazy <laughs> idea they've got the paper to make the certificates i think it's a really <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was high gsm yeah, it yeah, was yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, here's uh. an interesting thing so the space between the moon and the Earth, right? Yeah. So that is roughly, because it, it changes all the time, but at, like its furthest, it's big enough that you could take all of our planets in the solar system and you could put them next to each other in one big row and they would all fit between the space, between the Earth and the moon. No. no. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. isn't How? that extraordinary? Even Jupiter.
2: But Jupiter's so big. No, <laughs> excluding <laughs> Jupiter. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to mention, not,
1: not Jupiter. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I always think we don't make a massive enough deal about the coincidence of the moon and the sun and the fact that we can have a full eclipse, right? Because the only reason we can have a full solar eclipse is the fact that the moon and the sun look exactly the same size Mm. to us on Earth. And that's just a total coincidence. It's just proportionally the size of the moon and the distance of the moon from us makes it the same size to us
0: and then in a million years when because the, the moon's moving away like a few centimeters a year yeah. we yeah. won't have right. full eclipses anymore because it'll be too far away to cover the entirety of the Sun
3: yeah yeah and the chances were just infinitesimally tiny and I think that is evidence for a higher power if mm. ever there was it <laughs> the fact that they're basically the same size to us
2: I like the idea that in the future when it's when the moon is smaller and it goes across it'll make the sun look like a bagel. <laughs> Oh, oh
3: yeah, yeah. Oh, a really yeah. stingy bagel. Why would you get a bagel that thin with a huge hole? Yeah, <laughs> I like that
0: though. Um, Can I tell you about um, Aust- the first Australian person to go to space?
1: Ooh yeah, Paul
0: Desmond Scully Power. Cool. cool. He's the That's first crazy. ever um, astronaut. I'm calling him. <laughs> nice. I did try and find online if anyone's used that. I don't think anyone says astronaut. Maybe because well, trademarked now. It's, it's happened to one guy. Oh, <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> also, it
2: could be like Austrian as well, so it's kind of confusing. Oh yeah,
0: oh, yeah that'll be yeah. that'll lead to heaps of confusion. Yeah, when, you so know, I d- was confused. You and of, <laughs> yeah. um, but he's he was also the first astronaut
1: with a beard.
2: Wow! Yeah. In the gravity, his beard would be floating all would. over the place like
1: yeah. he was a wizard. Exactly. <laughs> how, 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 was it like my beard, or are we talking Gandalf?
0: It's in between... It's, he didn't have a Gandalf beard, very sadly. I think even NASA, NASA did try and make him shave, and he said, no, it's fine. And so he... Um, they tried to make a joke They said it won't form an airtight seal, and presumably you'll asphyxiate. And he said, oh, that- "I think it'll be all right. Oh. Yeah, it's worth the risk. She'll be right." <laughs> He's such. A, he is so Aussie. It's brilliant. Like he said, uh, going to space was just one of those things that happened, because he started off as an oceanographer, and then he, because he liked surfing and was studying maths, and then he got into the Aussie Navy, and then he exchanged over to the U.S. Navy, and they said, "Do you want? We need to, someone to do a naval study, an ocean study, rather from space. So mm-hmm. do you want to?" going to get on board and he did. He's he's founded a drone company called the Ripper Group. Um, <laughs> he's created shock finding AI
3: oh my god He's just like it's like, <laughs> in his contract conforming to stereotypes Is really, like, we'll only let you up there if
0: I know as the shuttle was about to take off you know you're sitting like I guess you're facing the sky so you're sort of lying on your back within a chair right <laughs>
1: what did he do? he fell asleep <laughs>
2: oh okay I thought you were saying he like barbecues exactly
1: <laughs> he, he stood in a surf position as it went up <laughs>
2: And his beard, his beard will, will have yeah. been
4: sort of parted as they went. all you could
3: see is the rocket left the atmosphere. With two strands of beard.
2: Oh wow. what a
0: guy. What a guy. What's, yeah. his name? What's he called? He's called Paul Desmond Scully Power. What a great name. Yeah. yeah Paul really Power. Paul Power. <laughs> That's brilliant.
3: Um, There's just Speaking of the moon And Australia Yeah uh, I found a really cool thing Online And it's an interactive page And it's created It's this website That's created by the people Who wrote a book Called Cosmos The Infographic Book of Space which I think has loads of really cool infographics about space in it, as you'd expect.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa!
3: It's right. a shame they couldn't
1: nail that onto the, uh, the cover somehow.
3: <laughs> they needed me writing their subtitle.
0: Um, Your anyway... Amazon reviews of books are so shit so
3: bad. <laughs> Anyway, they've also got a website, and um, they have this whole interactive section. And one of the interactive sections, which I strongly recommend that you Google, is um, you can see how high a human or a kangaroo could jump on various celestial bodies. <laughs> so they will drop down, you can select human or kangaroo, mm. no other things. Because um, <laughs> they're the two main ones that would mm. go into space. And then, yeah, you can see how high they jump. So on um, the moon, we could jump three metres, pretty good. Yeah. Kangaroo, 11 metres, better. Um. It's always better than kangaroo. I was going to say, it's relative, isn't it, yeah? Yeah. Um, It's really fun, quite a lot. It really tricks you. And I wasted a lot of time because it has things like some of the tiniest moons in the solar system and it'll do, see how high you could jump on this and you click jump and then you sit there as it goes up and up and it doesn't really tell you if it's gonna go on forever or if it's gonna stop at some point. So mm. I did sit there for about eight minutes watching it go up and up thinking, I wonder if I'm coming back down? And sometimes you don't. Really? Gosh, that's yeah, bleak, well, if,
2: isn't it? It's, yeah, it's a bit sad. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't jump, jump on yeah. like
0: asteroids and stuff. Um. You know how the moon looks uh, too too big? It looks bigger than it is when we look at it. Too
2: big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you
0: look at the moon in the night sky, you think, oh, what a beautiful moon. And then you take a yeah. photo and there's a dot.
2: Yes. Oh. Uh, I did yeah. that this morning. Right. Yes.
0: And it's really weird. It's a weird effect.
2: Yeah, why is that,
0: though? Well, we sort of prioritise it more with our, with our eyes. Oh, OK. Um, but, all, I mean, there are various reasons why. Sometimes the moon looks very big it's near the horizon because it's closer to things that we recognise like you know houses or trees or whatever you know you sort of see it in reference to those and you think you think it's bigger than it is mm. but wait are but, you saying
3: that it takes you so long to grapple to get your camera that by the time you've taken the photo it's actually moved up into the sky no because even <laughs> when you look at
0: it in the night sky it looks bigger to to our eyes than it does on a camera you okay. know, cameras are telling the truth um but there is a way of negating the effect of the moon this effect of it looking too big which is to look at it upside down
2: Oh. Yeah. How do I turn it the I, I do a headstand. You, you, put, put, you
0: go but, to Australia. You, you go to <laughs> Australia. <laughs> you put your head between your legs okay. as you're standing there, <clears throat> and it looks the right size again.
2: Really? Yeah, this was oh, yeah. studied
0: by two Japanese scientists. They won an Ig Nobel Prize for their paper. <laughs>
2: for telling people to put their head between <laughs> their legs and look at the Perceived
0: size and perceived distance of targets viewed from between the legs.
2: I almost, oh, wow. almost want to disagree with them, but it's it's a fact.
0: You haven't tried it. But True. next time you're out on a, like, a romantic nighttime stroll yeah. and the person you're with says, Look at the lovely moon, you can say to them, No, look at it between your legs yeah. and we'll see it. But
2: that it works in you know, like sometimes, uh, I think it was the last year, you could see Jupiter really well um, next to the moon. And uh, yeah, I looked at some planes, but then I also did see Jupiter. So if I looked between my legs, it would look like Jupiter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it brings it closer <laughs>
1: to you. Oh, wait, no, to make it smaller, no, it looks smaller. It looks oh, smaller for between for legs. So, yeah. so I wanted the
2: opposite. Okay, fine, right. I want to get my legs through my head.
1: It'll <laughs> yes. It it. Yeah, right, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, check this out. I don't fully understand the science of this, but I find it amazing because it's true. Uh, and that is that on a rainy day. If the moon is overhead, it's going to rain less.
2: I know. Yeah. That frightens me on a very deep level. On a level. rainy day,
1: <laughs> yeah. if the moon is overhead, yeah. it's going to rain less. So Why? if the moon rather than like, sometimes you see the moon, which is like closer to on the horizon. Yeah, mm. exactly. And then you get high in the moon. sky, right? The moon's yeah, yeah. Yeah, different the, spots Yeah, it's orbit. When yeah. it's there, let's say it's a cloudy day and it's raining, it's going to rain less. But it's is already- it the but it sounds, Is it
2: gravitational pull? Is it sucking? Yeah, in the rain, sucking the rain Yeah. it. So the rain goes up in the air
1: towards the moon. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it. What are you space rain is what happens. <laughs>
2: Upside down space rain. Okay. What? Well, so it just doesn't. It just it stays within the atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. The right. So
1: oh. the gravitational pull with the moon. It's all to do with the kind of pressure that it's creating around in the air as well. So the the pressure can suck up the moisture that's in there. So it's just kind of it's not it's not weighted so that it falls down. But uh, so it it will still rain. But by, by less. It less. does. It does make sense. It by, would be yeah,
3: it freaking bizarre if it just didn't rain in a Truman Show way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over that spot where the moon was. <laughs> but
1: it's less by one percent.
3: that's a lot. Oh, gentlemen. it's
0: not a contrary. It's not a lot. <laughs> it's a, sorry, that's it's a really. A lot. relevant lots of rain. Bit of, I was about to leave my umbrella at home before Dan said it's one percent. Now I think I'll take it anyway.
3: Yeah, but you can drill a hole in your umbrella that's 10, 1% the size of it. And then, as long as that's in the right position, then it won't matter. It'll be fine.
0: Mm.
4: Yeah.
1: It's so, but they and they, did the <laughs> <Science>. <laughs> they studied it for ages, 1998 to 2012, they were looking at reports, and then they looked at meteorological reports that go all the way back to the 1800s, and they found that on the days where the moon was in those positions- 1% less rainy. 1% less rainy. No. I just love that
2: fact so much. Yeah. Yeah. Australia's
0: got its first ever moon rover. Oh, it was getting its first ever moon rover. Okay. This is oh, quite cool. Yeah. Uh, it's going to go Why? Up, it's out of,
2: <laughs> it's just, uh, Why are we doing that?
0: It's just being included on a future mission. I think, well, nice. Australia has a space program. Ask Paul Power. Um, And it's going to be included. But c- I'd just like to see can you guess the name? There were 8,000 suggestions oh, okay. of a name and one winner. And oh. it's gettable. And it's, it's guessable. And it's an Aussie. 100%. Is it Mooney McMoon face? It's not Mooney McMoon face. Uh, okay. it's it's, it is something actually Australian. Oh and you're going to kick yourselves right
1: up the arms. Big old if you don't moon really. spider.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So it's
1: a rover. It's a car. Right. It's a. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. A rune rover. You're so close. Oh, really? Oh, Kangarova. This is Kangarova. <laughs> agony.
4: Kangaroo.
0: What did you say?
3: Kanga Rover.
0: I'm going to give it to you. R- Roover is what its oh, name God. is. What?
3: I
1: was way
0: closer. What did you say? Rune Rover. Rune Rover? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not, dead That was a shocking get. That called me. Wait, say it that- again. What is it? Roover. Come on. You should put kangaroo in front. She said kangaroo. rover. It was closer than Rune-, <laughs> Rune Rover. I had to sit here not saying anything, just being like, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah? Oh. Anyway, it's going to be called Roover. Mm. And it will weigh about the same as a western grey kangaroo. Cool. Aww. Or four wallabies. Is really? that deliberate? It's <laughs> <laughs> deliberate, yeah. That's integral to
1: the design. All wallabies, <laughs> by wallabies. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh. Stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. Hi, everyone. We'd like to let you know that this week we are sponsored by ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN, if you don't have it, you're basically, imagine you're walking a dog in public
1: and you haven't got them on a leash. That's what it's like. You're on the internet without a leash. You don't know who's going to be able to get access to your dog.
5: Oh, no, that is really worrying, actually, especially as I don't have a dog. Uh, But ExpressVPN, what it does, it creates a secure encrypted tunnel beneath your device and the internet. So no one can tell where you are. No one can tell what sites you're on. And if you happen to be in Serbia, say, and there's a huge darts match, you can watch the (laughs) darts match without worrying about finding a Serbian channel to watch it on. Netflix doesn't have All Dogs Goes to
1: Heaven. It doesn't have uh, Turner and Hooch. It doesn't have other dog-based <laughs> movies. Well, K9, you can- was that one? K9, it doesn't have uh, Lassie. 101 Dalmatians. It's got none of them. What country are we in that doesn't have any of them? But guess what? Serbia might, along with the darts, have all these movies and you can make yourself there. So if you want to get involved in this exceptional encryption,
5: you can go to expressvpn.com slash fish, and you'll get an extra three months for free. And just let me say this one quick fact. It would take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. So get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free by going to expressvpn.com slash fish. That's exp dot com slash fish. Okay, on with the podcast.
1: Dog-based movies not absolutely guaranteed on Netflix Serbia. And before on with the show, I've just got to say we are also sponsored this week by NetSuite.
5: Yes, we are. NetSuite is the sweet as a nuts net <laughs> place to go <laughs> if your business is kind of falling behind because there's just so much admin for stuff for people to do. It's absolutely right. NetSuite is the one place, a hub, as it were, to bring
1: together all of the things that you need in order to make your business run functionally, run smoothly. And there are three numbers they absolutely want you to know. That's 37,000, 25, and 1. 37,000, that's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite. It's hugely popular globally. 25, NetSuite is turning 25 this year. That's how long they've been going and been helping businesses to do more with less so that they can close their books in days and not weeks and drive down all the costs. And one, because, hey, baby, your business
5: is one of a kind. (laughs) Hey, baby, are we bringing that back? (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Your business is one of a kind and you can get a customized solution with NetSuite for all of your KPIs. First thing, it tells you what a KPI is, which is a key performance indicator. It helps you to manage risk, get reliable forecasts and improve margins. Everything you'll need to grow will all be in one place. And right now... In an unprecedented offer, you can download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you constantly excellent performance, absolutely free. And you can do that by going to NetSuite N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash fish. That's
1: right. So go to NetSuite.com slash fish to get your own KPI checklist absolutely free. Do it now. Okay, on with the show. On with the podcast. Okay, it is time for fact number two, and that's my fact. My fact this week is that as a child, Roald Dahl was used as a guinea pig for a chocolate factory.
2: Cool, that's very on the nose.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it
1: makes me wonder about all the other books as well. Like, did he ha- did he have a Big Peach one well, day. Yes.
0: <laughs> was he a twit? <laughs>
1: um, yeah, no, he, so he went to the school called Repton, and at Repton there was a local Cadbury's, it was either a factory or it was just a base where they were sending chocolate out for it to be tested around the country. Either way, what they used to do was they used to ask for kids from the school to apply to be guinea pigs in order to test out these chocolates and see whether they were fit for the market, and Dahl happened to be there at the time. So he would have been like 13, 14 years old at the Brilliant. time yeah he spent four years at this place and it had a huge uh, impact on him he did think off the back of it what's going on inside these chocolate factories i bet it's a marvelous incredible place and it was the seed for what then became charlie and the chocolate factory wow. the God. pod it
2: was a lot of injuries while he was there <laughs>
0: <laughs> was that my one.
1: chocolate had a finger in it this week. <laughs> Horrible!
4: <laughs> wow um, um, do yeah. we know
3: if any of the kids um, in that classroom, when the teacher said, have we got any volunteers to test out chocolate in a chocolate factory, <laughs> was there a single child who didn't put their hand up?
0: Yeah. It's good like point. a dream for a child. To, it's a, it's just, oh, my it's God. The, yeah, yeah, it's a dream gig. Um, professional chocolate testers yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. are a thing. But, not, again, not many of them. And it's not as good a gig as, as maybe Dahl made it sound.
2: you get quite sick, really? sick yeah, though. Would you? Sick.
0: You also develop an incredibly advanced palate.
2: Oh, so then, not, so then nothing satisfies you're you. You're ruined. For, basically, uh, you get
0: you get chocolate that's a few hours old. You know, it's ultra fresh and it's and you you know it's delicious. And you're always thinking whenever you eat anything else, you know, you're ruined for Yorkies. Basically, you can't yeah. like it just tastes like trash to you. Um, but one thing they do is that uh, real chocolate experts and tasters—they listen to the chocolate.
2: Okay. They. Uh, <laughs> What's it saying? What's Help. going on there? Is that like a phrase like wine has a nose or whatever? Is no, it, it like? It
0: literally it, is. They listen to it. They listen to the the snap sound it makes when you break a piece of the chocolate. They'll give it a listen to make sure. <gasps> is
2: just... <laughs> is there a thing like with cheese where once I went to a party and someone was like, "Oh, we fridged the brie for too long," and they were like panicking? Did you like chocolate? chocolate or not for you know because if you put it in the fridge and then you snap it it goes
0: lovely snap but would
2: they hate that probably
0: um, I'm, I'm sure they would hate all sorts of th- like, I'm sure the refrigerating chocolate is, a, is like it, a, yeah. it's probably a deep no-no or it something it probably is know.
3: you'd be sacked immediately if you knew anyone who'd ever
0: done it yeah not. it's true <laughs> but they do and actually um, someone I know went on a chocolate um, got a chocolate expert in for the day and, great uh, as a team building exercise <laughs> I think they did a chocolate tasting oh okay um, and the not expert, just to their house <laughs> yeah, <goodness>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. and, the, and the chocolate expert expertise who came down <laughs> <out>, till I'm <laughs> the
4: chocolate It's <experteer." laughs> <This is> going <laughs> yeah. great got them
0: all you know all these quite serious business people who work in finance, and they all had to, they're all sitting there listening to their chocolate. <laughs> oh, really? Like
1: Excellent. a tuning fork.
4: Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, they do. um Jobs don't come up much sort of publicly for chocolate factories, but occasionally uh, Cas- Cadbury will sort of say, We're looking for new taste testers. And they did that at one point where they put a sort of open audition out, and there's so many, 4,000 applicants. Everyone went. And they made the point of saying, This isn't going to be easy. This isn't just you sitting and eating chocolate saying, Wow, how yummy. Like it's really intense. They had to go um, spend two and a half hours a day having their taste buds uh, put to different chocolate tasting tests. They had to sit in a soundproof booth. They had red lasers going around so that why they could see sound- the type Why are of- they a
4: soundproof
3: booth? To hear the chocolate.
1: I guess it was a sensory booth rather rather than soundproof, but it's a similar thing. Um- Sorry, when
3: you, you said uh, that they said, oh, it's not just about eating loads of chocolate all day, but the first thing you said was they had to sit and have their tastes subjected to loads of chocolate for ages. I mean, that's just eating loads of chocolate. No, no, isn't
1: but it? as in, yeah, but,
2: intensely.
0: Though. But it's intensely. <laughs> yeah. I think
1: they're slightly trying to S A S. What is quite a nice
0: job. You yeah. obviously have to write down quite a lot of detail, I guess, about what you're tasting. because well, like. they
1: don't like work. They don't like if you say like mmm, caramelly like no 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 we want the components we want the makeup of this we don't but need to say they should know what's a... in it already like <laughs> I they're... shouldn't be required to retro engineer their chocolates for them no, I, should no.
0: to... I should be saying if I like it or not no it's because good.
1: you want to be able to say oh that hint of nutmeg is really speaking to me you know that you want <laughs> to you want to <laughs> the extra yeah, bit. see what you mean yeah, 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 yeah you yeah, don't want yeah, to yeah. just go well, wow, that's caramel <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: my one was shaped like a tiny seahorse and I love that a <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I want.
2: Did, um, I once did a uh, for Aussie shampoo. I went in and tested their new scent. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I just remember smelling one and being like immediately, they were like, so what are the components can you smell? And all I could think of was like, it smells like a man one. It smells like a musky, <laughs> like a musk man one. And they were like, yes, because of why? And like, cause it's like other men shampoo. <laughs> and I, and then I didn't really say anything for the rest of the hour. Cause I was like, I actually can't smell. That's what I discovered. Unless it's like, yeah, a man one. Wow. Sounds like they, I- they put it
3: you in advance for that job they did do advance that job yes thank god otherwise it would have yeah um well i think it is nice enough that employees at the cadbury's factory and this was a stuff from about 10 years ago so it may not be a true now but they can still eat as much of the product as they like and they do tend to put on half a stone in the first 10 days of their employment 10 days yeah wow. and then i imagine you pair back i don't think you keep on gaining half a stone for every 10 days
0: i would have thought they'd have a bucket you know, you spit, it, spit your chocolate into the bucket. Oh, like like
1: tobacco, Wine. like yeah. a cowboy. Or yeah. a bit joyless. Yeah, Maybe
3: they do, but then you can eat whatever you like from that bucket at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> like a fondue.
1: Yeah. Yes. I assume they all just have no teeth, right?
3: <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. you have The talent. new
1: guys coming in, and they're like, well, we want to be careful <laughs> about the first 10 days. <laughs> 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 you do put
4: on
0: weight, but you save weight because your teeth weigh quite a lot. <laughs>
2: It feels <laughs> oh, like a great job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <but
1: yeah. laughs> um, so, hey, Cadbury, that was the biggie. That was the thing that started chocolate off, basically, mm. in terms of this big, global, uh, Willy Wonka-esque kind oh, of world. Oh. I th- uh, well, for me, that's Cadbury's yeah. always been the global brand. And um, so it was started by a guy called John Cadbury. Uh, I was looking into him. Uh, he was born in Birmingham. He's the son of Richard Cadbury and his wife, Elizabeth Head. Very sad that they didn't take on the double-barrel surname, because you would have had Dickhead Cadbury. That would have been a lovely name. And then, check this out, his second wife. Actually, his middle name was Tapper, so that's good anyway. Dick Tapper. Would you like a nice fruit and nut dick Tapper? (laughs) (laughs) Great. What, was his
2: wife called wife.
1: So his second wife was called Candia. He married a candy. Oh, wow. No. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, so he was an amazing guy, John Cadbury. He was, um, he was very into animal rights. He set up the Animals Friends Society, which basically is what led into the RSPCA eventually coming about. It was sort of really? the forerunner and sort of molded <laughs> into that. Um, and then he passed his company on to his sons. And they have set up this incredible place because they were Quakers. And so they've got this little place called Bourneville. Mm-hmm which was given its name because it sounded French and therefore would sound really kind of upper class. yeah. So they just (laughs) gave it... Yeah, Dickhead
0: (laughs) Town didn't fly for some reason.
1: (laughs) Welcome, I'm the mayor of Dickhead Town! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and yeah, and it's a it's like a model village. It's universe. a model village, yeah. and it's still going to this day. It's- quite,
3: I find the terminology "model village" quite confusing because it means two quite different things. <laughs> You're so right. He, he didn't set up a village of tiny houses.
0: That <gasps> That's you can what walk I thought it was. was like, <laughs> wow, what a
2: what a great for hobby all, for all
0: the umphalumpers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so he set up just what like a nice small village. What was a model village? It
0: was for the work. It was for Cambury's workers, and it was basically. Um, it was a, a village of houses that were built along new architectural lines. They were designed to be, uh, you know, a development from the horrible slums that you would got in a lot I of see, urban centres. That right. Every house had a garden and okay. every house had a fruit tree and things like this. And, you know, okay. people were encouraged to live basically clean healthy lives these were all quite teetotal places as well that's, that's the thing that's the downside the, it's yeah. boring
1: like, yeah. unless it's changed recently and there's been quite a few people that have been trying to buckle it it's a dry town which yeah. is nuts I just
0: it's because the Quakers were well the Quakers were behind all three big chocolate companies which were Cadbury's Fries, and Roundtree yes it is. and they weren't because they, at the time Quakers weren't allowed in the professions you could be a doctor or anything like that oh. and they weren't allowed in public office so they were in trouble, So well, if you can't do those two,
2: you've no. got to go into sweets and confectionery. Right? <laughs> also, I suppose, if they're not drinking, they've not got a lot of good stuff going on. So, like, let's absolutely cane it not- on the chocolate. <laughs> yeah. That's the
1: yeah. vice. You're actually missing a fourth Quaker chocolate, and I've got a product of theirs here. This is by a different company now, but I'm holding it in my hand. It's a Wonka bar. <gasps> oh. And the Wonka bar was created by Quaker Oats. You know Quaker Oats? No yeah, they funded the movie. They put 3 million dollars into the funding of the movie, and they had a deal that they would have the chocolate merchandise that would come off the back of it, and that's where we started getting Wonka bars. But they had a huge yeah. problem because the movie didn't take off to begin with. It was it was doing fine, but it didn't go massive. Mm-hmm. And really?
3: the, this is the one with Johnny uh, uh with, not with, with, Johnny Gene Death, sorry, with Gene Wilder, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And the chocolate itself, they they produced at the wrong temperature as in the melting point of the chocolate was so inaccurate that when it was being transferred it would melt in the trucks oh, nice. and so on so they had a few problems and they sold it and sold it to different companies but it was set up by quaker oats so we've got a fourth quaker company wow
3: um, did you know that cabris once reverse shoplifted a bunch of their cream eggs
1: So they sort of sneak them them into shops.
3: shops. They snuck them in. Yeah, Mm. I couldn't quite work out why they went to these lengths. (laughs) This was in 2018. You might remember they did a kind of Willy Wonka promo thing where they hid a thousand, about a thousand white chocolate eggs in cream egg wrapping oh, I yeah. think if you opened a cream egg there'd be a golden ticket in there and it'd be a white chocolate egg and it was really exciting and then you could win £10,000 um, but the way they did it was they didn't <laughs> when they made the eggs they didn't tell anyone in the factory in Bourneville that they were making the eggs and they didn't tell any of the people in the shops where they were planting the eggs <laughs> so they just creep.
1: got crack,
3: <laughs> this crack team of spies to break into the factory overnight under cover of darkness go in make these eggs smuggle them out and then kind of in disguise sneak into shops and slip them onto shelves how
1: many do we know how many they made
3: uh, they said they made about thousand, thousand. Yeah. Yeah, a thousand you can do
1: that in the course of a night that's insane I think it
3: might have been multiple nights but also I, I think a chocolate factory can churn out yes even a they thousand make hundreds of, of
1: thousands
0: of cream eggs a year just I for know, a tiny you're, season you're breaking
1: you know. in you got to turn on the lights you I'm sure they created the a, a pretext
0: of an away day we're all going on <laughs> yeah. a chocolate listening course and uh, <laughs> so no one needs to come to work tomorrow you know um and if you notice any white smears around the machinery, just, just disregard it. Get on with your work. Um, and then, so, who were the people who were sneaking them a bit cool onto the job. shelves?
3: That's such a cool job. I suppose you have to be very high up in Cadbury to get that gig. And also
0: inconspicuous looking. Very inconspicuous. Like you want someone who looks just like oh a like a normal person, I guess. I would invent a sleeve that allowed me to drop off an egg, <gasps> uh, like as, lay
2: an egg with your arm.
0: Exactly. Yes. Exactly that. So I would be. I would pick up an egg. So no one would notice, and I would go and buy an egg, you know. But no one's noticed the one I've secretly laid in the egg tray. (laughs) Can I tell you like a real life Willy Wonka? Mm. Yeah. This is a guy, have you heard of Forest Mars? No. No. Was he responsible for Mars bars? He was. Wow.
2: Forest Mars. Forest
0: Mars. Uh, Also Maltesers. Invented those. Mm. Okay. Uh, Also Pedigree Chum and Uncle Ben's Rice. But those were... Like his wow, sort of huge though, like solo albums of of his uh-huh. his main career was in the confectionery world.
1: Did he he was he hands on invented all of those?
0: I don't know. I don't he know how invented
2: uh, rice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, there was a
0: technique with Uncle Ben's rice. It was just, I can't remember in, but, in a pouch. Yeah. I don't know how on his hands were on pedigree chum, like, but he he's a big deal. He's yeah, a huge yeah, deal. Big yeah, guy, yeah. Big guy. And he did. I think he did with Maltesers. He took a, this tiny pellet of dough, this pea-sized pellet of dough, and then put it in a vacuum oven. You know, exploded it in a vacuum, and then you cover that in chocolate, which is how they're made today. They're they're made Mm. in a vacuum. Anyway, very cool. But Forrest Mars was very eccentric, as Mm. in uh, he was a bit of a tyrant. He would get his executives on their knees praying in meetings. He would lead them in prayers saying,
1: I pray for Milky Way, I pray for Snickers. Um, for the success of it, or like literally for a bar of.
0: All <laughs> <laughs> the success for it. So, what, and he was a tyrant, I think, domestically as well. His adult son, John, once asked to miss a sales meeting. So, Forrest Sr. said he had to spend the entire meeting on his knees in prayer. So, I think. He's
2: very into making people just get on their knees and pray. A lot wasn't of it? praying yeah. it's a theme. Yeah. A lot
0: of praying going on. Um, he was so secretive about his life that when he died in 1999, Mars wouldn't even confirm that he died. Gosh, oh, I up. know. Wow. So there is a bit of. The, like, it's a quite an a odd um, biography. Someone once saw him in an airport and shouted out, Forest, Forest Mars. And he marched over and he.
3: He, he made said, them get on their knees and pray.
0: <laughs> 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 That's right. It's more conspicuous, actually. Um, he marched over and he said, Don't ever call my name out in public. She was Gosh. so concerned about being recognised or spotted or any of that. Yeah. I mean, really an unusual guy.
3: Why have you called your biggest product after
4: yourself? <laughs> <Not> Uncle Ben?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, it's time for fact number three, and that is Anna. My fact this week is that
3: the thumbs-up emoji is contractually binding in Canada. So... <laughs> be careful Canadians and this was as of this year no as of last year 2023 we're now in 2024 but this is because of a legal case in Canada in Saskatchewan and there's they have the system there where a legal case will set legal precedent you know that will be the one that they refer back to and there was a legal case where a guy called Kent Micklebrough a grain buyer um, who wanted to buy some grain so he texted a bunch of farmers and said anyone got any flax to sell me 86 tonnes of flax I want at
0: 86 why 86 Kent is it called Kent Mickleborough
3: Kent Mickleborough that's <laughs> a pretty right pretty
0: cool name frankly wasted on a flax buyer <laughs> <laughs> no offence this guy's yeah.
4: litigious
0: <laughs> <Out>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> flax buying is the coolest career yeah, sorry yeah yeah Um, So um, he needs the 86th tonne for whatever reason. He wants 86 tonnes, exactly,
3: at precisely 17 Canadian dollars a bushel. And one farmer responded, Chris Achter, that's A-C-H-T-E-R. Chris Achter responded, they chatted on the phone, and um, Kent was like, cool, I'll text you a contract. Kent texts him the contract saying, uh, please confirm This is the grain you want to buy, you want to sell at this price. And the farmer responded with a thumbs up emoji. Mm -hmm. Fast forward a few months. Grain doesn't arrive. Kent's like, where the hell's my grain, mate? You agree to this contract? Farmer says, no, no. I was just saying I've received the message. I wasn't agreeing to the contract.
0: Confirming that he's thumbs upping that this is the contract.
3: That
2: I am that man. Yeah. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, that's me.
0: (laughs) But he's not signing... No, I understand that. Like, I get that position. Like, I've received this contract. Thank you, but I never, yeah. they never signed it. Well, so these yeah. were the two positions that yeah. went to court. I'm yeah. on. I think I'm on Chris Actor's side.
3: Well, let's wow. let's argue it out as they did in the Canadian courts. Uh, you also had lost. I'm afraid, oh. and um, he had to pay eighty-two thousand Canadian dollars in damages because it Hell. was determined that that thumbs up because the guy said in his text message, "You said please confirm this is okay," mm. and then with a the picture of the contract. And I, I'm i with you. A thumbs up can just be, like, I'm really lit. I can't be able yeah. to respond now, but I'll do something to put them off.
0: I think it's an incredibly, I don't want to weigh in with, like, an opinion here, but I think it is quite a passive-aggressive thing to do a thumbs up emoji. I tried. I sent mm, you one earlier yeah. this week, Dan, as an experiment to see how it felt. Oh, yeah. I didn't feel great after sending it. Oh. You know.
3: Really? What, you felt like it's a bit of a thumbs down?
0: I feel like it's a bit of a,
1: yeah, 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 whatever, mate, right, jog on. You know, it's sort of a... Well, it was a weird response to me telling you my dog died. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, I jog on, mate. <laughs> I a like, yeah. instead of a th- th- thumbs up, I've started um, doing a top hat. Um, oh, that's sort nice. of a, a jaunty, okay. just like a yeah, cool. I've got my glad rags on. <laughs> 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 I think is what I'm saying there.
0: No, you, I like that. I feel I would feel a bit special receiving a call well, yes, from Stevie. Yes, that's
2: like, you know? to do. But also, but, as a, when my driving instructor, I have to I have to formally confirm contractually over text, and he'll say like uh, this time in this place, confirm, and I just put a Y, and that mean that is like if I.
5: If, right, wait, if I why? It, like I mean, why? Why? I, why are you me like that? <laughs> and a top
2: hat, and he doesn't seem to think that. No, <laughs> why for yes? Right. Okay. And when I do that, I am in this obligation to not cancel within seven days, and I did have to because <sighs> I got COVID, and I was liable for like two hundred and fifty quid, and like so. It. But also, isn't isn't it because like if you the word, it's just This has turned into more it. of a
0: personal complaint about your driving cancellation practice.
2: but there's, because like, I read about a while back, a, a long time ago, but it, maybe in 2019, about how, like, emojis are used in court for, like, um someone sent their partner or a, a ex-partner a gun emoji and actually got sentenced mm-hmm. for threatening because people do use them in terms of words. So if you're gonna, you've got to, I suppose, yeah. come, on, come down yeah. on one side of it. You can't just go, well, if it's a threat, yes, but if it's if it's a thumbs up because of flax, no. Yeah. Like, yeah. I suppose it's quite tricky. You can yeah. see. I'm just excited that you
3: have first-hand recent experience of this actual fact. Yeah. yeah. You've yeah. set legal precedent, you and your
1: driving instructor. <laughs> top
2: hat means yes. 20, 20, 20, please. Oh, God yeah
1: it is an interesting point though like what if he had sent a heart for example mm. in response mm. you know what, yeah. what would be where's the boundary I the love legally binding <laughs> yeah. and
4: you yeah. <laughs> yes you're right
0: I think because thumbs up has that meaning yeah. I can sort of understand why it went that way as well you know like a, it's a sort of it's, it's a yes sounds it? good up. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um. The, the actually in fact that was a thing that was brought up in court because the defence raised concerns that what if you send a fist bump is that a contract? Or is, mm. or is that I'm
2: going to punch you and that's well, threat and then you go to prison. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or that
1: lady tango dancer in the red dress. Yeah. I would take that as an absolute yes. Like, we are, you're we're served, on, we're going. You're <laughs> sending
3: twice as much flax as they've asked. We're, we're dating now. That's, uh, <laughs> dating the flax. Yeah.
0: No, but I think the judge said, D- don't be silly. This is about a thumbs up and that's that's all it is, you know. Um,
3: well, they th- just to Andy's point about the thumbs up, actually, in China, you'd be right. Apparently the thumbs up emoji in China China is bad. Oh. Amongst the youth because it is, um, but they asked uh, some Chinese people. Oh, like passive aggressive. Yeah, I think. Uh, basically, Gen Z in China said that if someone sent them a thumbs up, it means, I don't like talking to you, I want you to go away.
2: It <laughs> reads like um ha- like okay and no punctuation. That's what it reads like. Yeah, okay. I, You're like, send, are you angry?
0: If I ever said okay and a full stop, that's as angry as I can <laughs> possibly express yeah. myself. Like, that's absolutely yeah. white hot with fury, you yeah. know? You know the Gargas uh, cave paintings in the Pyrenees, the the ancient... yeah, yeah. Those... <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? No, can you explain? <laughs> no, no. Sorry. Yeah. There are these cave paintings in the Pyrenees, in the Gargas caves, and yeah. they're very, very, very old. They're between twenty and forty thousand years old. They're quite hard to date, but like they're they're they old. Mm. Um, and they're all stencils of hands, right? Okay, yes. Uh, and there are there are they're amazing images. Online. They're if you look them up, They're sort yeah. of dozens of hands yes, overlaid on each other. I've seen this. Yeah. I think they made them by putting a, putting the hand on the cave wall and then spitting ochre paint. Really? Yeah. It oh. says, yeah. Um, Gross. But the weird thing is, about half the hands appear to be injured. Mm. or mutilated you know they're they're short a finger or two or some of them are short all four fingers mm. um and there's a theory that it's, it's a language about hunting or it's a like it's an indication of something or another but there is a theory that that could be the first thumbs up it's either someone who's been tragically ritually mutilated with the loss of all four of their fingers <laughs> or it's the first ever or thumbs it up <laughs> it's an emoji yeah that's fun so there, there's a that's a it's, it's hard to know
2: yeah, are okay. egyptian hieroglyphs like emojis they are because they're yeah, open really to interpretation yeah uh
0: and they're pictures
2: great mm. thank you yep. yeah. goodbye <laughs> <laughs>
1: do you think they actually had a writing system but it just got so popular with the emoji side of things <laughs> that yes. because that. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> that's, that's where we're heading anyway they were really
3: frowned upon at first the hieroglyphs yeah. among the older generation the Hieroglyphs a passag it I down think.
0: yeah <laughs> Right, where does does the word emoji come from? What does it mean? Oh. Emotion and something Japanese. Bang, you fell right into my trap. It's nothing to do with emotion. Oh, wow. I find this so weird. So it's from the Japanese words for picture and character. So air is picture, emoji is character, right? That's weird. It has nothing to do with emotion. But weirdly, do you remember the emoticon? Yeah. Yes. Like a colon and then a closed bracket is a smiley face. Yeah. Yeah. That is an emotion icon. And that came first. That's but then so emoji came weird. second and is nothing to do with emotion this wow. is
2: like the sun so and the moon odd. being the same size coincidence mm. this is it's all that. falling it's into place yeah. I suppose yeah. it's like a lot of emojis that have got nothing to do with emotion like a suitcase <laughs> or like the <laughs> Easter <laughs> Island head exactly yeah <laughs> so that does now kind of check out doesn't it yeah. I, like, I like what they decide to add each year so like there was a big mm. uproar because there was no avocado for ages right. and I think there wasn't a seal for a long time and that really got me down And I think really <laughs> really a seal like
3: now. when you seal an envelope no a sea line right
2: okay
0: <laughs> Again, Anna, we're getting more Come of on. a glimpse into your communication style. <laughs> and mine. Well, a wax seal. It,
2: there was no wax seal. I yeah. send it by seal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> um,
3: do you know what the least popular emojis are? Because I, I really looked this up because when you know oh, yeah. when you go to send one and you see this vast selection and you think God none of these must ever get a look in mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. Um, and there's actually a Twitter account called At Least Used Emoji which kind of sadly for it doesn't seem to have tweeted since 2020 <laughs> but okay. in 2020 the same one had been top of its list for 264 days which I guess is when it gave up and thought this is the ultimate loser <laughs> and guesses
0: what am I doing with my life uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> even bots get am depressed. I? <laughs> Okay, um, is, it, is, it, is this gettable?
3: Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's one that you won't have seen very often. <laughs> is, it so o- is it an object? No. No. a no. flag? You'll never get it, I've just realised. The least used one is the symbol that is an ampersand, an equal sign, um, a musical note, and a percentage sign. I, what as is they it? They come as one? They come as
0: what a... What is it? What wow. does it mean?
3: Well, I suppose no one's... Have known. Which is time. why. Because yeah. <laughs> you don't really right. get package
1: emojis. Like That's like four really unpopular ones that have got together in a supergroup to try yeah. and bump themselves up.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's the opposite of a supergroup, isn't it? Yeah. They thought they would be the Travelling Wilburys and they yeah. Um, also the tramway symbol I really thought, Andy, that you can't have been on line march in 2020 given that that was the joint least popular. Tram? Tram. Yeah. Tramway symbol. A- an aerial tramway symbol.
0: Oh, I, d- d- I read something about that and it was a, it's an it's a sort of hanging railway it's a suspended railway yeah and I saw someone claiming that there's only one suspended railway in widespread use in the world and it's in China which is why the emoji is not used actually there is one in Germany the um Wuppertal-Schweberbahn which is a very popular suspended <laughs> that's... railway this they? is great I just can't is believe that, you were want...
2: and that's it sounds, it sounds stupid now that's where the train's like underneath the track yeah it's right. so cool I've accidentally cool. used that emoji before and been like Why, what's that but that is actually real well, I didn't, didn't know go
0: to Wuppertal <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I I and you'll will. have a whale of a time it's, it's a really good I think they put an
2: elephant in it once
0: I've just had a memory that
2: oh, it feels wow that Unnecessary, doesn't it? They can't. Can they? Oh, to prove that it clings to the top. Like, you can even put an elephant in it. I think.
0: <laughs> I know really. fall I'm really doubting yeah. myself. I've got to find out. I've got to find out. That I'm not be. sure what you do. Um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you go quiet for a bit and then go, oh. Did you, is find? It, is it, did you put an elephant in it? They
0: d- supposedly, they put an ele- They did put an elephant in it. Right. They put an elephant in the Wuppertal Schreiber Barn in 1950 as a stunt. Either to promote the monorail or the circus.
4: <laughs> Both, I <laughs> and guess. It, uh, yes, and I fell in. The
0: huh. Panic had broken out in the carriage, which apparently also had passengers in it.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this is bizarre. This
0: is insane. I'm just on the Wikipedia for it now. The elephant, who was called Tuffy, was fine. And, uh, and survived another 39 years. I thought you wow. meant he
2: was fined. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, it's not his fault! <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't paid for a
3: ticket, mate. <laughs>
2: right, he was fine. Is I'm glad he was okay. Became famous in 1950. Oh, she,
0: she actually accidentally, obviously, fell from the River barn into the v- River Vuppe. Oh, oh, no. no okay. But she
1: survived, she survived? Yep. For 39 years. Yeah. going to keep that in mind. How did Absolutely she fall? Fine. Did they
0: not
2: shut the doors?
1: Well, what it says, what it says here is that... <laughs>
0: That she was put on the monorail as a publicity stunt. Yeah. Tick. elephant trumpeted wildly and ran through the carriage, Aww. broke through a window and fell 12 meters down into the river, <laughs> suffering only minor injuries. A panic had broken out in the carriage, naturally, and some passengers were injured.
1: That's right. Big ass window. Yeah. It's a big elephant, window. Sorry. Yeah. You're a small elephant. Small, a small elephant, elephant, elephant. Asian and elephant, and not African depends elephant. Depends how you're so. looking at it. Are you through your legs, or you. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Stop the podcast! Stop the podcast!
1: Bonjour! Guten tag! Konnichiwa! Hey
5: everyone! This week's episode of Fish is sponsored by... Babble! Wow, that was like having insert name of famous linguist in the room with me. <laughs> that was amazing, Dan. I like to learn how to say hello in 14 languages
1: and nothing else. <laughs> Babel is truly exceptional. If you're someone who likes to learn languages or you're going overseas and you just need to make sure that you actually have local lingo in order to help you get along, Babel is the number one place in the world to do that. A language learning app that shows you how to speak in real life language, not this sort of old language of asking, how do I find a toilet or a baguette in the toilet? Whatever it is you're looking for. This is real life up-to-date
5: dialogue. Absolutely. It's a tried and tested method that they have at Babel You can learn a new language with just 10 minutes of it a day. There's so many different ways of learning. You have lessons, you have podcasts, you have games, so much more. And right now, Babel is offering our listeners six months for free with a purchase of a six-month subscription. And the way you do that is by using the promo code no such thing. That is all one word, no such thing that's right so head to babbel that's b-a-b-b-e-l dot com slash
1: play use that promo code no such thing as one word you're going to get six months free with a purchase of a six month subscription do get it now sayonara uh, au revoir and
5: uh i haven't got to the goodbyes yet on with the podcast <laughs> Babbel, your guaranteed path towards speaking a new language on with the podcast <laughs>
1: okay it is time for our final fact of the show and that is andy my fact is that there is a fish that spends its entire life upside down
3: is it trying to make the moon look smaller <laughs> that's right um,
0: um this is a fact it was sent in actually by kate Blazinski, so thank you kate uh it's about a kind of angler fish sorry that does sound like a pseudonym for Anna Kate (laughs) (laughs) Mazinski. absolutely right Uh, this was sent by Anna Um, so anglerfish are the ones which uh, they have a tentacle and they have like a fishing rod sticking out of their head Mm -hmm. and then they use the end of the rod that's got a little glowing ball of light on it and they use that to attract prey to them Um,
3: it's it's pretty incredible we say it casually (sighs)
2: It's amazing.
0: It you've got a light bulb hanging amazing. off your face, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so well, the Absolutely amazing. Well,
1: and it's bacteria that is lighting it up as well. It's not like an actual light bulb. It is an actual. It's, you've got to feed the rod for it's them to. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Like,
0: it's, it's genuinely wonderful. amazing. And sometimes they accidentally uh, like chew their own. No. Um, uh, tentacle Do sort of thing. Because oh. they because they close their mouth and a bit, oh, you know, and then they obviously sometimes they trap Try. themselves. Ow. Um, anyway.
3: Like biting your tongue, basically. It's basically yeah. biting. Yeah. Your tongue,
0: so this is the whipnose anglerfish, and for years it was just assumed that it went the right way up. It just went around the right way up. Yeah. People assumed that <laughs> because the we've fools. only seen
3: dead ones, presumably with anglerfish, right? You don't yeah, often see them Yeah, because they in the live world. very, very deep uh, right. in the deep ocean, and yeah. it was
0: assumed to be hunt- to be upright, an upright fish like yeah. all fish. But they got some camera footage in 1999 of one of these swimming around the ocean upside down with the te- fishing rod dangling down beneath it. Very weird. They thought, what, what a weird, what a weird one-off fish. <laughs> 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 and, so, and they, But they keep finding these like, deep-sea drones, keep filming these uh, anglerfish w- swimming around upside down. And it appears they spend their whole life swimming upside down to attract prey. Ooh. But Who apparently
1: knows? it is better for it so that it doesn't bite itself. That's, that's in part of the description oh. of the All whip right. nose. Yeah, it's just helpful. It just gives it a tiny bit more of, it, of an advantage. It's quite cute.
0: They're yeah. very cool anyway. They're they are weird people. anglerfish.
1: Anglerfish are insane. They do this thing, and I know I, I always like, get too surprised by this, but evolution. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what a what a great idea! Like, it, so one of the things is, is that it's got like it's bioluminescent in that rod, but also it will eat a lot of fish that are bioluminescent. And an anglerfish um, has a really elastic kind of tummy, very rubbery, so it can eat things that are almost twice its size, right? And so it goes quite transparent except it doesn't because there's black lining on the inside so you can't see the bioluminescence inside it. Brilliant. <gasps> so it can't attract predators, you know, if there's something inside swimming around that's still not dead. Kind of like a car that has tinted windows. You don't know what's inside the car, but you can you, like- It does well, it on
2: purpose so that it's yeah. not gone transparent. It's like a, I went to the gym extra, once yeah. and my leggings had gone see-through and everyone could see my knickers and butt. Right. That's the opposite. Yeah. Yes. So if, like, had this ability, if I was an anglerfish, I could have just made my leggings more opaque, for example. example. One yeah. of the many reasons to want to be one.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that really puts it in context. That's it does. So
3: like you. Just yeah. wants to really bring
2: it down to earth or yeah. up to earth.
3: <laughs> they are this this one that you mentioned, Andy. The whip nose is a classic anglerfish in that it's just the females you're talking about. Right? Yeah. Um, It's pretty much whenever anyone talks about cool stuff with anglerfish, it's just the ladies because they are way bigger than the males. So in the Whipnose ones, then the females are like half a meter and the males are two centimeters. And I think (laughs) there's another kind of anglerfish which has the Guinness record for the biggest dimorphism between males and females. And this I find so hard to believe, but uh, Guinness says that the females are more than 60 times the length of the males and half a million times as heavy.
0: That's okay. crazy. Which
3: meeting? mating very wild. The mating is I harsh. think the yes.
0: mating is basically the, the the male sort of latches onto the female. Yeah. Just yeah. kind of bites the side of her and then fuses and then dissolves into her and all that's left is a tiny pair of testicles
1: hanging I off can't. the side.
3: can't. That's incredible. <laughs> that's basically it. Well, yeah. s- their skin and their organs all fused together. And for oh.
1: a long time I think they assumed that there wasn't a male in the picture at all, right? They just thought it was a female. Actually, thing. you're, you're looking. That's, you're him. Looking, that's look, him. That's, 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 that's him.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know those testicles anyway. <laughs> this
4: is great. Yeah.
0: We all know couples like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. um, I wonder if there's what well, the
1: perfect distance is kind of like with the clips of a moon and the sun that you could have the male anglerfish near you and the female that <laughs> they will appear the to be the same size
4: yeah yeah
1: do you get females don't you which have lots of pairs of
0: testicles just hanging off them yeah you, get, well, you get
3: six or seven males will have been fused into one female at once really yeah
2: yeah you and
0: have it's multiple... just like you know oh, have you had many previous boyfriends no actually don't uh, you oh don't need to God. tell me or like... it's
2: like a brownie sash with your badges that you've collected <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: how you explain this to your five-year-old oh, yeah. like brownies
0: <laughs> oh no they're brilliant they're so good they are um, yeah.
3: and they do when they're larva they look really cool and there's not enough focus on this in the anglerfish world Ooh. of chat um, they when they're larva they're surrounded by this jelly egg so that is transparent and so you'll see this tiny little anglerfish and then it's got this big see-through pile of jelly around it like, like absorbing, like zorbing exactly really? mm, yeah
1: wow. that's very absorbing. cool have you guys have seen an anglerfish no in person, no. Not, in, not in the flesh no. I haven't met one get what? away yeah yeah I met one I met a very famous one um, I met the one that basically was in Blue Planet that was um, discovered by <laughs> all of your, all my name all your celebrity an anecdotes <laughs> <are> so <laughs> exhausting dropping. are you I, a
0: close personal friend of was, this anglifer I was at a cocktail party with her we got chatting we're working she on doesn't a even remember
3: you Dan okay <laughs> <laughs> how many testicles did yeah. she have
1: on <laughs> No, um, so uh, years ago I got to work with um, Alistair Fothergill he came on Museum of Curiosity and um, he's the person who found the hairy anglerfish so he went down he filmed it they... <laughs> <laughs> so it's a euphemism and a half isn't it <laughs> um, and they... <laughs> did he show you his hairy anglerfish <laughs> <laughs> slimy <laughs> yeah. um, so they brought it back up and it dies in the process so oh. they...
2: when they died did their lights go out oh, <laughs> yeah. like a Pixar they <laughs> might
1: do <laughs> but they would live on wouldn't they they would that's
2: even sadder because
1: this
0: wow. is the nuts thing: is that the bacteria. Yeah. And I was reading and think, how do they get these bacteria? Yeah, yeah. Because normally, when hosts have symbionts, you know, things living on them that rely on them, they either find them in the local area, or, or they, um, or they inherit them. Hot sexy symbionts. Yeah. <in your>
2: area. <laughs> yeah. The bacteria want to live
0: on your nose. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so, but and then but they sometimes inherit them from their parents with other animals. But anglerfish never have any contact with their parents. It would be insane Aww. for them to. It has been dissolved.
4: <laughs> 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 Come say hi to your father. <laughs> He's like, Give him a little <laughs> jiggle. <laughs> it's
3: a real male role model problem, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh,
0: um, but no, they they don't get their lure until much later in life, even. So they must find them in their area. They must pick them up from around oh, the place, and they have them on the end of their nose. What, and if, they sort of-
2: what if they like d- didn't find enough? That'd be like a Pixar film, like the anglerfish that couldn't good. find the bacteria. That's a good one. That's yeah. good. Don't yeah. m- maybe edit that out so I can write it. Yeah. no I'm joking. Please don't. <laughs> I will never write that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I found something that swims, but it can never be upside down. Ooh. Mm. Riddle me this. <laughs> what okay. could that be Something big and my flat, vision
0: like, <laughs> 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 like a manta ray maybe they're, they're big and flat but they can't mm. they swim but they no okay no okay right. a
2: starfish
0: um, not a starfish no,
2: stupid
1: a ball you gotta think more a laterally ball. a ball has no upside <laughs> down a okay. boat
2: uh, do <laughs> they swim, swim? a <laughs> boat oh okay a water boatman I was actually just uh... should <laughs> I just give you the answer yes yeah. probably yeah
1: the answer is the word swims snooze <laughs> swims is an ambigram you flip oh, it yeah. upside down, and it's exactly the same. I've got very hot. Wow, <laughs> with arousal.
2: Yes, I'm incredibly aroused. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that yeah. stuff. That
0: that's is a really good. That, that was perfectly great.
4: That's
3: great. Mm.
0: That's, that's nice. really lovely that's stuff, a good Dan. Who and, would
3: have thought? The riddle's in.
0: (laughs) Finally, you can stay. You've passed the
3: audition. I said a boat. (laughs) That's awkward. That's why I'm host this podcast. They they don't
0: swim, and they can be upside down. (laughs) famously
3: (laughs) Just another thing on how fish swim. Yeah. Mm. Do you know how to tell if a fish is depressed?
4: Oh no. It's not too
3: sad. Okay. Because we've got a cure. Great. There you go. What a roller coaster. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, haven't said the fact yet, please. (laughs) That's the cure. Come on the podcast. It'll raise your spirits right up. What's the cure? Um, well antidepressants and we only have a cure because we've trialled human antidepressants on them to make them better but what, and what's the how, do you, how do you
2: know that they're
3: depressed so they swim at the bottom of their tanks so mm. depressed fish swim low and happy fish swim at the top of the surface of the water oh. or at the top of their tanks and this is actually really useful according to scientists who do trial antidepressants because it's a really obvious sign that they're depressed <laughs> so we can trial antidepressants on them and we know if they're working and they they just go higher because they just get higher and higher so you go oh, prozac that's doing the trick
2: look it's like in the air (laughs) (laughs) is is it true or have i just like made this up in my brain that like uh, goldfish like um grow to fill their tanks if you actually give them a bigger tank they just keep going that is true and that's so sad in retrospect because you know like when you when i was growing up we had just like a little tank with three fish and you're like God we were Sort of shrinking Stunting off their air. potential Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: But that's just... the thing When people throw them Into the wild Into to little lakes And so on They just turn into These turbo <laughs> sharks yeah. Exactly You were
0: doing A public service By keeping yeah, them From you, you know um, Taking over um, yeah. so Upside down mm-hmm. Sure um, <clears throat> This is a very weird thing Which is better For a rhino to be Upside down Or uh, Not upside down Lying down
3: is it in the circus?
0: It's not in the circus. It's not... Okay. Uh, let me take you to the... Wuppertage Weber button. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's better for a rhino to be upside down than it is for it to be lying on its side. Isn't that weird? How does
2: okay. it get there? Why?
0: Well, we. I think we might have mentioned a while ago... We've well, done this about the rhinos They being, transport yeah. rhinos to new areas by putting okay. them in a he- helicopter, stringing no. them up by their ankles. <laughs> no, no, not in the helicopter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: helicopter.
0: <laughs> no. They they hogtie them right they lift them up upside down and then they fly to the new nature reserve where they have to get them to it's the easiest way to transport them okay uh, It takes like 10 or 15 minutes it's really fast um and well, no it regardless of where they go <laughs> and, and on traffic yeah yeah <laughs> but they're normally not taking them like from south africa to tunisia you know it's yeah, normally yeah, a yeah. short journey um but but nobody had checked how their hearts and lungs actually cope with this journey. And, and a team of scientists, led by Robin Radcliffe from Cornell, uh, realised, oh, we should probably look into whether or not they're,
2: yeah, they're like, incredibly oh gosh, upset. The name. Yeah, yeah.
0: And um, so they, they held 12 rhinos upside down by their feet for an experiment uh, from a crane. Um, and they're all sedated, obviously, but right. they were just testing their heart and lungs. And it turns out that it's much better for it to be upside down because when a rhino's on its side, their lungs are a bit distorted. You know, the gravity oh. means oh, yeah, they're not, yeah. the lungs are not getting equal amounts mm-hmm. of oxygen for the air exchange and all of that, gas exchange. But when they're upside down, it is equal because they're just upside down. Lovely. So, so when they
2: sleep, do they go upside down They actually? go upside down, yeah, yeah. Like on their backs? Like, like a, rhinos, you yeah, yeah. If you,
0: if you go for a walk in certain bits of Namibia, you'll look up in the trees and you can see hanging <laughs> from the trees. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I just went to be
2: wrong the back. That's all I meant. <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't think they. Should. They, they should. should.
0: they should. There are like rhino articles on the web. You've been sleeping all wrong your whole yeah. life. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there is another fish that swims upside down. Ooh. Um, Antar- Well, it's not actually a fish. It's krill. Not technically a fish, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but
0: and- the letters, very nice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Antarctic krill. Um, swim upside down in the antarctic when the water's covered in ice so that they can graze like cows on the underside of the ice gorgeous and they eat algae that grows on the underside of the ice and they live such a weird life they migrate have quite a weird migration but up and down so they graze on algae swimming upside down and then they get quite fat and heavy from it and then they sink because they're too heavy And they have to fan themselves out like a parachute and they sink about 50 meters down and then they think, oh God, I'm really hungry again. So then they've used up all their food supply. So then they have to swim up to the top again, eat, and then sink, and that's their lives. And they do it about three times a day for wow. their whole lives. Wow. Gosh. And then they die.
0: <laughs> but I, I go to the fridge more than three times a day, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying I empathize, that's, that's my life too. Yeah.
2: Is that your whole life, upside down? <laughs> Going back and road. forth
1: for, from a food for a food source. Yeah,
2: it kind That's, of it kind of is, it is when you think about You're it.
0: You're so right. Like, it's what I'm we all a, do, isn't I'm it? I'm at
1: work. I then go downstairs. I get food. He, Andy's always got a plate of something that he just comes up with something yeah. on the go.
3: Oh, I thought you, Dan, were saying that is
2: kind of our life. I thought way. I thought
0: you, you were, were saying that, was that, yeah, that. I thought that. true. The only reason they
2: don't have a podcast is it's too wet for all the equipment.
4: Why?
1: Okay, that's it. That is all of our facts. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to get in contact with any of us about the things that we have said over the course of this podcast, we can be found on our Twitter, our Instagram, our threads, our any Facebook. (laughs) There's so many options that you can find us on. I'm on at Schreiberland. Andy. Andrew Hunter M. Various. (laughs) (laughs) Stevie.
2: Mastodon only. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. At Stevie M. The S is a five. I regret it
1: right <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you want to get to us as a group Anna where do they go
3: you can tweet at no such thing or email podcast at qi.com
1: yep or you can go to our group account which is at no such thing all of our previous episodes are up there so do check them out also lots of bits of merch and also there's the club fish entrance point join us get access to all those fun things like drop us a line all the extra bonus shows that we do that's all there anyway otherwise just come back next week we'll be back with another episode and we'll see you then goodbye Hey, let's